It's your favorite podcast, Almost Holy, where being almost holy is just the starting point, and holiness in Christ is the destination, with your host, Victoria Faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Almost Holy. This is your host, Victoria Faith. I really hope y'all are all finding something to enjoy in life right now. I know life can, it can easily, you know, get the best of you as it's tried with me many times. And I'm not saying that life doesn't get hard, but I hope that you're finding ways to enjoy it. And I hope that this episode helps in that, in that regard, because God is good, regardless of things going on in our life. He's the same, he's consistent and So I wanted to make this episode just about how truly good and consistent he is regardless of what's going on around us and how he's perfect and how through that he clearly deserves our praise each and every day. Um, You know, at church, it's a common thing to say like, God is good. How are you doing? God is good. (laughs) Life is terrible, but God is good. (laughs) Um, And... And I think there's a lot of weight to that saying, actually, because he really is that good. He really is that incredible and worthy of our praise because he's been the same throughout time. Like, throughout time and outside of time, he's always been good. And I just, I it was on my heart so heavy that it's not, as personal as it is, this just also shows the character of God. So I hope I do this message even somewhat justice to talk about God's goodness. And so when this episode really came into my heart, I was at none other than Maverick City's concert a couple weeks ago in Irvine, California. And it was incredible. I've never been so sure of God being somewhere before. Like, of course, I felt it before, but I think it was the magnitude of it. There were 12,000 people just I praising his name. It was, I got goosebumps so, like, consistently throughout the show. And God was speaking to me fresh revelation. I came with my friend and God was speaking to her very individually as well. And I'm like, if God is speaking such clear things to us during this concert, this phenomenal concert, imagine what he's saying to the 11,998 other people who have the privilege of being here in this amphitheater right now, just praising him. Um... And the stories that brought them there today, because there were people of all race, all I'm gonna say races and ages in one word, all of all races and of all ages, and it's just like I wonder what God has done for them. I wonder what got them here. I wonder what seasons God has brought them brought them through for them to come back to him again and again and again because everybody's story is so personal but they all speak to the character of God and I just think it's incredible during the concert it was just I've never felt this feeling before it's like okay yeah like my mom's Christian my grandparents are Christian and stuff like that I've said it so passively but during the moments of praise it was like 
the, the same God that my grandparents prayed to is the same God that I pray to. And that's just so comforting to me that think, to think that God has been the same even through our lifetime. And he's so much, and he's been here so much longer than my grandparents and will be here so much longer after me on this earth, but also God is eternal. And so it's just, I'm just like my, I was like, wow, wow, wow. God is so good. He's so good. And he loves us so much. He's so patient with us. And to think that he's the exact same and he doesn't change. The Bible says he doesn't change actually. And to think that I've gotten the opportunity to know God more and more this past year in a new way. And as I stay in the word, I'll continue to know him better and better. And that's what I wanted to, you know, make this episode about. It's just talk about God and how good he is with us, right? Even as we are inconsistent with him, even as many times as we waver back and forth and come to him in our times of need or come to him when we're just thanking him for being so good, even though we haven't maybe spent time with him in months, he's still the same despite our inconsistency. And it's like, oh my, like... Like, just think about this in real life, okay? Not in, he, God is real, but on the earth, right? Imagine being in a relationship with somebody and they only came to you when you needed them. Eventually, you're gonna get fed up because you're just like, you only seem to remember this relationship when times are rough and now you wanna come to me to solve the problem. Or you only come to me to talk about, on the flip side, you only come to me to talk about the good things that are happening in your life. Why don't you think I want to know about your day-to-day stuff too? Like, I'm happy for you, but also, like, I'm always actually here. I know me. I would be fed up with a relationship. You need to find other friends because what I'm not going to be is just convenient for you. Not at all. So that's great that or that's unfortunate that maybe you're going through a hard time, but I'm not going to just be here whenever you want. But the thing about God is that he is here each and every time and that in it, he actually sees us the same way. We're perfect to him through the blood of Jesus. Jesus was able, Jesus died for our sins. So in that we have access to God and that's just so beautiful. And nobody in this universe is like that, but him. And so I'm like, we need to talk about it more. I need to talk about it more. It is something that has been heavy on my heart, just the patience that he has with each and every one of us and the consistency he is, um, even when we fall short (laughs) over and over again. But, but yeah, he's just, He's good even when we continue to mess up. And so I'm going to get into the word now. And I've always talked about how, you know, I started reading the Bible, the New Testament, and the Old Testament is just like a little foggy to me. I haven't like actually sat down and read it until these past couple weeks, or not past couple weeks, the past week I've been reading Daniel basically. And I'm like, oh my gosh, let me find out the Old Testament is fire. <laughs> Which is terrible, but I've really enjoyed this book of Daniel. First off, I didn't know that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were homeboys with Daniel. So I'm like, I'm already learning. And that's like in chapter one. So I'm like, it's going to be a great 12 chapters. Um, if y'all don't know about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they are the ones that got thrown in the furnace. If you watch Veggie Tales, this may ring a bell. They got thrown in the furnace, but God saved them. And I was like, oh my goodness, God is so good. Or 
Another famous story, Daniel in the lion's den, of course. Daniel gets thrown in the lion's den. He doesn't get eaten. Oh my goodness, God is incredible. So that's kind of the overview of um, what I, I didn't know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, like I said, was in Daniel, but reading the story, I'm like, oh, I'm familiar with that. And Daniel in the lion's den, that was the extent of my knowledge about the book of Daniel. And God really just spoke to me a lot. And of course, um, what you see immediately is God's faithfulness to Daniel as God, as Daniel is also very faithful to God and seeing that poured back, um, onto his life and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over and over again. And so immediately, um, it's just like, oh my goodness, let me regardless stand for the truth that I know is true, which is the word of God. And God will always return, um, return, you know, your faithfulness to him, basically. Like, he's faithful, right? But imagine being faithful to the one who is faithful. And so it's like, okay, great. And... Love those stories, but when I was reading, for whatever reason, the person who stood out to me the most, the one who caught my attention, was King Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, if you don't know who King Nebuchadnezzar is, he was a king for a very long time, and he was the one who threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fiery furnace. So one could say we don't like him, right? But, and then I don't think he threw Daniel into the lion's den. I think his son did. But regardless, King Nebuchadnezzar was um, all the ups and the downs. He said sometimes he believed in God, sometimes he didn't. He was a, he was a great ruler, they say, or he ruled over much. Um, and yeah, he was like really interesting to read about because in every instance, I actually felt like I was reading about myself. He's... Um, He's doing all of these things um, and keeps turning away from God. But each time, like, God remains the same. And King Nebuchadnezzar actually recognizes more things about... He realizes the character traits that God has always possessed. Um, although he took forever to figure it out, like I did, like many of us on this earth. But it's great because God is patient, right? Um, and so in the book, um, first... King Nebuchadnezzar, he has a dream and no one is a, he, like this crazy dream and no one's able to interpret it, right? Not the astrologers, not the other smart people in the world, in the land. So he's like, I need somebody to tell me what this dream means because it was tormenting him, I believe. And then finally, somebody reached out to Daniel and Daniel comes and explains all of it. And he's and King Nebuchadnezzar is like, that's incredible. And Daniel's like, it's because God gave me this knowledge. And King Nebuchadnezzar is like, I'm gonna call him just Nebuchadnezzar from now this is already a mouthful wow god is so wise because there were so many moving parts to this dream oh my goodness and he's like you would think that after you recognize it after you recognize and experience the the wisdom of god poured out over your life you might follow him right and so that's where i thought the story was going but in fact it's not <laughs> it's not at all um but it's like, okay, it, at first, when I first read it, I was like, whoa, he's tripping. How could you figure out who God is and then you start serving other idols again? That's crazy. And then he throws, somebody convinces him to build a gold statue or something. And y'all, and people have to like bow down to it. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are like, I'm not doing that. And I may be, mix, I may be mixing this up because I think that was maybe Daniel. But okay, regardless. 
he was having everybody in the land bow down to some false god. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego say, there's no way in the world you can throw me in this furnace and I believe that my God, our God will save us. And even if he doesn't, I'm not bowing down to your God. So just all the swag, all the like, I'm standing on the word of God. And as you know, they are actually not killed in the fire. Actually, people who threw them into the fire because it was so hot, um, they burned. And in this fire, um, G like Jesus actually appeared. And so once again, they come out. King Nebuchadnezzar is like, oh my goodness, your God is real. <laughs> he, I can't believe he saved you. You're the only, he's the only God that's real. Oh my goodness, he's so loyal to you. And after that, you, once again, you might think that, um, you might think that he would turn from his ways and serve the only living God. But that is not that is not the case. He starts to start he starts to feel himself a little bit like I'm the king, I'm the king, I'm the king. And God and Daniel actually he had another dream that Daniel interpreted. He was like, You are gonna be full of yourself and God is going to punish you for it and Basically, there will be consequences for your actions. You're about to go eat grass in the wild with the animals and you're about to be an animal, basically. And he's like, nah, that's not going to happen. A year later, it happens. And he gets like thrown out from his kingdom and like lives with animals for, I think, seven years. And so he's like, God, I believe you. You're the only real God. And then he's like restored. Um, and he's like, wow, God, God is who he says he is. He's the most high God, the only living God. He is powerful. And then he began to serve the God that we serve. Amen. And while reading that, it's like, he was so iffy. How could he experience God and then turn away from him? How could he do that? But then I look at my, I look in the mirror and I start to realize that, um, this is also me. He realizes who God is over and over again. Um, and uh, he has to come to terms that God is who he says he is. And he has to turn away from his ways. And no matter, um, regardless of the situations, like God is God and that he will always, um, what am I trying to say? That you, you just realize how sovereign he is, how in control he is. And even though I've kept coming back, I've kept messing up and coming back, like God has still been the same. Psalm 18 verse 30 reads, as for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. And I think that's so beautiful because it's like his way is perfect. And so sometimes it's hard when you're like, I don't understand things or you get caught up in the world. You're like, man, I'm not trying to follow what the Bible says. I'm not trying to do what God wants me to do because I know best, which is not true if you think that. But I love this scripture because it's like his way is perfect. What the Bible, how the Bible says we're supposed to live is actually perfect. This is the word of God. Yes, there are different authors, but this is all coming from God. And so... I think that's to say that even when we get frustrated um, and, and try to turn away from God, he's still perfect in all he does. Even if we um, suffer consequences from um, the, like, like the choices that we make, God, God is still perfect. And you realize that through different experiences with, 
experiences with him. King Nebuchadnezzar, for example, he realizes God's wisdom, loyalty, and power all through these different scenarios, which may make you think each one of them, you're like, oh, I'm going to actually turn away from the sin, from sin and follow God. But that's not how humans often work. Actually, that's how we never work. And so it's like, what, like what's wrong with us? But through it all, you realize the perfection in him and all of these amazing things, amazing things that you realize are all central to who he is. This is this is his character throughout time. He's not changing. And even when we mess up, he still remains the same. And I'm trying to I want to say it how I feel it. Um, but these are the these are different characteristics of the same God that like that we realize and we come to our hearts begun begin to accept that he was perfect all along, that he is perfect all along and, and will continue to be forever. And like I said, um, this reminded me a lot of myself because like I said, a couple months ago, I or about a year ago, I really dedicated my life to Christ for real, for real. And it's been amazing. And I remember maybe like two years ago, I started to get a little bit more into my faith, but I wasn't like super serious. I'm like, okay, that's when I kind of turned away from God, whatever. But I found him again. Great. But I had this conversation with my freshman year roommate actually a couple months ago. And while I was reading this story about King Nebuchadnezzar, it came back to me because when I was meeting up with them, I haven't seen my freshman year roommate since like sophomore year of college. So it's been a long time and freshman year, we only lived together our first semester and I was wild. I'm getting drunk all the time. The party is here. Okay. Um, And I was just doing whatever I wanted, whatever my flesh wanted to do. I was living life. I was having fun. Um, And so I was slightly nervous to come to see them again and be like, oh, I actually have like like, this Christian podcast. Like, will they interact with me the same way? I'm not sure how this relationship will be because I feel like I've changed so much because I found God. Like I found God and he's so good. Um, And so I'm thinking that they're going to be shocked at like this transformation that I've had. But as I was telling them about like, yeah, you know, I have this podcast. They're like, oh, I kid you not. This is what my roommate Claire said. She said, oh, I'm actually not surprised at all because there was this time like second semester freshman year. You were like, yeah, I'm actually going to like chill out with like, you know, partying and stuff because I'm getting more serious about my relationship with God. I said, I said that. She's like, yeah, I literally remember that. That's why I'm not surprised to hear that you actually are even more into your faith now. And I'm just like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's actually crazy because I don't remember it. But I know there was a period of time, like my so- my second semester, freshman year, where I was starting to get a little bit, mi- a little bit more into the word. I was going to Bible study, but that was short lived. Nothing really happened. But I remember being like, oh my goodness, like just reading the Bible kind of, we read like, I don't remember what book we re- what book we read, but it was amazing. I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to turn away from what I'm doing. I want to choose God. And this just did not, you did not see this in my life at all for the next four years. Like, reg- like there was not like, oh, I'm really turning away from this lifestyle. I got more and more into it actually. And so as I'm reading about King Nebuchadnezzar, I just think of, I thought of that story because in that moment when I told Claire that I was serious, 
because I found God and I'm turning away from my ways and I'm choosing God. I, I'm, I know I meant it. I'm sure I meant it. But it's like you didn't see that in my actions. And I went back to this um, very flesh filled lifestyle. And it's just like, oh, my goodness, how many times have I like found God and been like, actually, I'm turning away. I experience his love. I experience his grace. I experience his mercy, his kindness, his patience, his gentleness, all these amazing care, his holiness, all these amazing attributes of this perfect God. But yet I turn away. So while I love the other stories about in Daniel about the fiery furnace and the lion's den, I think of King Nebuchadnezzar a lot more as my a lot more of myself um, and my relationship with God, having to experience life and failing, and then having and having revelation or having personal encounters with God to be like, oh my goodness, He's so good. He actually is who He says He is. He's exactly the same as the last time I had to find God because I messed up my life, but now I'm also experiencing him in a new way. This is great. And so finally, finally, years later, now I'm in a point where I am in love with Jesus. And I'm so honored to be able to be trying to be a disciple at least of his word because of his, because of the outpour of love for us, his graciousness, um, and just how his goodness for us. And so I'm like, dang, God is good. God is really good. And to think that the same God that Nebuchadnezzar had to experience over and over again is the same God I'm experiencing thousands and thousands of years later. And he has the exact same character. Is that not good? Is that not worthy of our praise? And yes, we may have consequences if we mess up because God also gave us choice. And I've had and I've messed up a lot of times. Okay, I just messed up a couple weeks ago. Had my feelings hurt once again. But it's like through it all, I still am like, well, God actually met me where I am, and, he, and He's comforting me, as He always does. And so. I'm like, okay, okay, like, God, I believe you. You are who you say you are. You are so faithful and gentle and good. And even through the mess ups, he's, we're still made perfect in his eyes because of the blood of Jesus, because he sacrificed himself so we could know God, because so we don't, we don't have to do all of these elaborate things just to walk into his presence. But because of Jesus, now we can, now we get to experience God in a new way because regardless, our sins are made, like, we're, we have been purified through the blood of Jesus, right? And so to think about we're at this, Ma I'm at this Maverick City concert and I know how good God has been to me. I know other people in that space have felt God in the exact same way and he's just as good. And each single um, experience that people have had with him all speak to the attributes of God and his goodness, right? His goodness has poured out onto our lives. And so now we can all come together and worship him. That 10, 12,000 strong. And to also think for a second that this is this was only once one stop on their tour. They toured all over the country. And I think they were sold out everywhere. And God is the king of like the king of the world, the universe. And so this is just the United States. And everybody that believes in him wasn't at this concert. People have passed away. How big is the kingdom of God that people get to praise his name? That is like, imagine somebody being that good on this earth. Nobody, nobody um, agrees on politics completely, right? The U.S. is divided. The world is divided on what, who we should believe. But to think that our God is that amazing that 12,000 people met in one stop on their tour, 
to praise his name. How big is the kingdom of God? But that just is to prove how good God is and his faithfulness to each and every one of us, his patience and having us come back to him over and over again after we done messed up time and time again. And he still is consistent. He still shows us the same love that he always has. Um, and just to end, I think even a more powerful thing to talk about, um, just to, or just to end on, is when right before Jesus dies, when, when he's on the cross in in Luke chapter twenty three verses thirty four, it says Jesus says, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." And I just was sitting on that verse because each time that I turned my back to Jesus. It was God, he said this before he died for our sins that they don't even know what they're doing, God. They just keep messing up, but just please forgive them because they're dumb <laughs> and they just, they think they know everything, but they really don't. So just forgive them. And this is just to show his love for us just being like, you know, poured out, um, wrapped around us. And it speaks to his character through the experiences that each and every one of us has have had with him and so yeah I just I hope y'all enjoyed this message because to talk about God and this is like I'm not even doing a great job articulating how good he is but I wanted to share I definitely recommend Jackie Hill Perry's book Holier Than Thou she talks about the holiness of God I know I've referenced it but I'm almost done with it. I'm a slow reader, so whatever. I'm still reading it, and because I like to watch TV more. But that's beside the point. It's just putting God in a whole nother, a whole nother light in my heart and understanding Jesus and really what he did for us um, and how much he loves us through each of our personal testimonies um, to be able to come and praise his name. So, so yes. Thank y'all for listening. And before I close, of course, I want to offer a time for anyone to um, accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Just repeat after me. Dear God, thank you. Thank you so much for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins. I believed he loved me. I believe he loves me. And I believe he died for me. I believe he rose again for me. Today, I'm choosing you and I turn away from my sins and my flesh to follow you because you're good. You've always been good. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, if you said that prayer, congratulations. You've been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And yeah, that's, that's the best, to know Jesus. To know Jesus is an honor. And so, yeah, thank y'all for listening again. Tune in next week for more. Actually, I'm almost done with this season. So I got a couple more episodes left. And maybe I'll have some, like, you know, special um, episodes between the break. But thank y'all for listening. And, um, yeah, tune in next week. Love you. Thanks again for listening. If you would like to connect further, follow me on Instagram at Almost Holy Podcast. God bless.